sense of purpose is a practice. It's not a one-time event. We have to keep asking the questions. What do I really care about? What do I stand for? And what matters most to me? Having done the hard work and um, rewarding work of tapping into our own sense of purpose, effective leaders both intuit and shape a shared purpose that unites their organizations. So as leaders quite uh, often guide people in their organizations to articulate shared values, missions, and visions, uh, they save time. You want to save time uh, later by clarifying the guiding ideas that underpin decision-making throughout the organization. So that's what we are doing today. We are focusing on managing your time as a leader. And this is part three of a uh, four-part series um, based on an article written by Marilyn Paul, P-A-U-L, and David Peter Straw, S-T-R-O-H. Now, the first um, part we focused on uh, sustainable productivity, really looking at the premise that working longer hours equates to being more efficient. And that's a fallacy, I'm going to tell you right now, right? And then the second um, part we focused on uh, phantom workload. Uh, really looking at how much time we actually waste by not clarifying the purpose, um, not by not clarifying the vision, by not um, doing what we say we're going to do, by avoiding the hard stuff, by calling people on their crap. We create um, this sense of um, more work, uh, the reality of more work, when we fail to address the things that are essential. Really, we fail to address that difficult uh, task. And then today, we're talking about tools for managing um, time more effectively in four leadership domains. Four leadership domains, that's what we're going to spend time on. Then um, the next episode of the Better You Leadership Podcast, we will focus on uh, changing behavior, right? And this is all uh, based on the, the title of the article is Managing Your Time as a Leader by Marilyn Paul and David Peter Straw, S-T-R-O-H. And so we're focusing today, uh, really looking at, um, really looking at the four domains. And I, I want you to uh, think about managing time in four domains, which the authors uh, of this article do a really good job at. So the, these uh, domains represent uh, the spiritual, emotional, and uh, mental and physical realms. And they, according to the authors, correspond to four key leadership uh, functions, right? And that would be mobilizing commitment, uh, thinking strategically, building relationships and community, and then organizing for action. And I, I think it uh, it would be good if you would look at this table I'm going to uh, share with you. And so when you look at it, um, so if you had the um, the opportunity to see it, you would see that uh, the, 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 the domains, I couldn't even get that out, domains are lined up 
with the uh, key leadership functions and then the primary task that the leader would perform underneath those uh, domains. So we look at spiritual, we're talking about mobilizing commitment through aspiration. This is where you're guiding people. And so what the leader is doing is uh, really knowing what you care about, what you really care about. And then you are, uh, you are establishing a meaningful purpose. And then you want to uh, clarify your unique contribution. So what do you bring to the table, right? So that's on the spiritual. And then when you go to mental, we're talking about thinking, right? Put your thinking cap on. We want to think strategically. And uh, that's what the leadership function is. And then the task underneath are defining limited goals, uh, managing trade-offs, and then making accurate time estimates. That's key, making accurate time estimates, right? Because you, you don't want to waste people's time. You don't want to uh, lose credibility uh, by saying, oh, I can do that in five minutes. But really, you hadn't even uh, thought about how much prep time you need and then how much time it takes to collaborate, you know, the buffer time, all those times after the meeting when you're talking, you hadn't you hadn't figured that in. So there you go. So that's strategizing. And then the uh, third um, column is talking about the emotional domain. And uh, as far as the leadership um, function would be building relationships and community. And those tasks associated with that would be making commitments, managing productive meetings, and then managing your energy, uh, which uh, we talk about meetings, productive meetings. Sometimes we're having a meeting to talk about the meeting to talk about the meeting. We're not really <laughs> getting a lot done, right? And so this is, this is huge as you are uh, developing and building relationships and community. And then the last of these four domains is material, the stuff, the stuff. And so uh, the leadership function is organizing for action. And what does this look like? This looks like um, sorting and filing information um, because, oh, by the way, sometimes when you are in the flow of getting things done, you're creating a mess, right? You may have like physical papers or you have files, you have electronic uh, items. And so you get all those things done. But oh, by the way, we're talking about organizing for action. Um, what are those things, your office, your tablets, your laptops, your whatever it might be, your paper papers are in a, um, a state of disarray. And so you want to be able to sort those items so that you can retrieve them when you need them, right? When you need them. Uh, so we're talking about material, organizing for action. And then uh, along with that is tracking commitments and then managing email, managing text, you know, how do you actually communicate with people? And so if you look at this, or you think about this, uh, these four domains, commitments are all throughout uh, this, uh, this table. Commitments, commitments, commitments really is a big deal, right? Really is a big deal. So we start with thinking strategically. We start with thinking strategically and, you know, you say, well, what does that even mean, right? Uh, the first thing is you have to clarify um, what you do, what you bring to the table, what's your unique contribution, um, and then look at uh, maybe one to three things, one to three goals that you want to accomplish in a certain amount of time. So when I was in the Army, I served for 27 years, and I would move uh, to a different location, a different installation, different command, a different position every one to three years, every one to three years. 
And uh, when I would arrive uh, on my way or whatever it was, I would always, always, always have at least um, one to three goals that I wanted to accomplish personally while I was at that location. And then professionally, uh, once I was able to, you know, get in and see um, the team I would be working with, the skill sets, the talents, and oh, by the way, what was the uh, expected um, mission that I would have to achieve or help the organization achieve? And then I would establish, you know, one to three goals um, based on that. Because sometimes you're working with people and everything's important, and which means nothing is. <laughs> so you want to have, um, you know, one to three goals at a time. And then you, you want to make sure you discipline your uh, direct reports to do the same. Now, this is inside of the article. And the reason I'm sharing this with you, because I've lived it and I can relate to this, uh, uh, to these different items. And so thinking strategically, right? Um, sometimes you really, uh, you yourself as a leader will create more resentment and mistrust and burnout in your team because uh, you're not able to uh, help them <laughs> share your vision, right? Because you've not articulated it uh, clearly because everything's important because you're not doing what you said you were not going to do because you are um, an uneven manager of their time, right? Because you are not, um, you're not doing the basics. You're not uh, treating people fairly. So you want to think strategically um, and you want to look at uh, what's actually, um, you know, important versus urgent. What's easy versus difficult. What's comfortable versus unpleasant. You know, what are the short-term versus long-term uh, tasks and goals that you want your team to accomplish, that you want to accomplish. And sometimes you, uh, you have the opportunity to clearly say yes and no. We're talking about thinking strategically, right? And so you you have the opportunity to say yes and no to um, to more tasks from your boss, from your clients, from your customers, from your team. And there are different ways that you want to uh, be able to look at uh, the way things can get done, right? The way you can engage with others. So you're talking about thinking, um, thinking strategically. And I'm just uh, going back to the article and and one of the examples uh, brought up here is uh, Stephen Covey's um, time management book, First Things First. And uh, this book focuses on uh, addressing the long-term important versus the short-term urgent. And so, uh, by the way, we know that there is going to be uh, somebody with their hair on fire every single day. And that's the urgent. It might not even be important. It's just the person that is the loudest might be bringing attention to some item that's important to you and not necessarily important to your team, right? So you're going to have those gatekeepers and you want to have time to think. You want to have some way to, um, uh, you know, to uh, deflect, deflect. Uh, you want to have uh, a way to uh, look and see what you might be avoiding. And you also, you know, just because somebody's loud and in your face, um, that doesn't necessarily mean what they're doing or what they want you to do is actually urgent or compelling, right? 
So you want to make sure you know what's important. And that, that's why I say, that's what the article says, real, not me. It says, look at one to three goals, you know, at a time. And so that's going to that's gonna be like your navigation system that's going to help you uh, maintain direction. So um, some things that uh, they have, they offer some questions that you might want to ask to stay focused. Talk about thinking strategically. So the bottom line out of this portion is to establish, come up with one to three goals at a time, remain disciplined and focusing on, on those. And you might have to, you know, step to the right, step to the left and get some other things done in the meantime, but still you stay focused on those goals, right? And then the second one, building relationships, building relationships. So um, this article, and I wholeheartedly agree with this, that trust and respect are the corner of the realm in today's increasing networked organizations. So think about that. If I cannot trust you to do what you say you're going to do, or if you're not able to complete the task, come to me and say, hey, let's negotiate, let's talk about it, let's compromise, let's collaborate, let's figure out how we can get it done, right? Um, then if I can't trust you, then uh, there's going to be some resentment and some credibility uh, issues, right? So you want to establish clear priorities, and then you're going to manage difficult trade-offs, and then you're going to effectively predict how long things uh, take to do, to complete. And so this is really interesting. Um, being true to your word, being true to yourself, right? Uh, and your word requires willingness and courage to resist saying yes. <laughs> so if you want to keep your word, then every you just cannot do everything. And then in some organizations, uh, it's just not, you know, it's not part of the culture to say no. You got to figure out how to get to a yes. And so you want to, um, you know, you want to figure out how do I gain uh, more clarity in what I'm being asked to do. So uh, this author, these two authors, right, talk about um, uh, smart requests, right? Smart requests. And I'm going to uh, talk you through that smart request. And then we're talking about SMART, S-M-A-R-T, the acronym, uh, meaning uh, specific, looking at whether the details are clear, then M as in measurable, measurable to um, look and see if one understands the requester's, um, the requester's um, standards, right? So it, can you measure it? How will I know if this is what you actually want? And then if it's attainable, you look at uh, whether or not the request is even achievable. Can I get this thing done? And then realistic, uh, one can meet the request. Can I do it? And then time uh, limited. There are clear dates for completion and then mid-course correction. And so that right there is very clear. And so that's a, a way to, the, to actually, it's not really pushback, but it is clarification so that you know uh, a way to accomplish what's being asked for you. You're not necessarily, um, uh, you know, saying I'm not going to do it. It's just like, hey, what do you want me to do? And sometimes it, people might feel challenged, <laughs> feel like you're challenging them, challenging the authority, challenging uh, the fact that they're asking you to do something. So, so there is a nuances to, um, you know, getting things done. But this is a way for you yourself, as you are. Uh, in a position of authority and you're asking someone to do something, then you want to use a system 
that will uh, help the person keep their word. <laughs> you want to you want to help the people keep their word, right? And so that might be a way for you to go about doing it. And so this is uh, the other part of uh, this is meetings, right? Sometimes, like I said in, earlier, we're having meetings to have meetings. And so you want to make sure that um, they're actually necessary, that there is an agenda, that there is a time for that, that you have, uh, have time in there buffering between the next uh, event, that you have um, made sure you have time in uh, place for uh, pre preparation, preparation, right? And so um, before we go to organizing for action, which I'm really excited about, excited about um, one of the um, things that said within this article is um, Jim Lohr, L-O-E-H-R, and Tony Schwartz, who have both worked extensively with both senior manager, managers and professional athletes, conclude that energy, not time, is an individual's most precious resource. I, I find that um, really, really good, right? I feel it interest. I find it interesting. So it's not about time manage management, it's about energy management. <gasps> right? So if nothing else, just think about that. It's not about time management, it is about energy management. So they, rec they recommend ways to uh, mobilize energy in four areas. They're spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical. And these also correspond with the four leadership domains that are described here. So you're managing your energy, which means, you know, if, if for me, uh, between the hours of like uh, 8 a.m. and about uh, noon, I'm at my peak. I could get done in um, 30 minutes uh, something that later on that evening might take me uh, two hours to do because I am pumped up. You hear me? And so you want to look for ways to um, renew your energy throughout the day. Sometimes, you know, people go for walks uh, might, or your lunch hour. You might, uh, you know, go sit in your car, whatever it is where you want to renew because uh, that might be a way to do that. One of the other things that I think is really interesting in this article, and I want to make sure I give this to you is um, for many people, the most important source of renewal, talking about energy, is their family. And unfortunately, the demands of work often show up at home, right? Where people feel more comfortable expressing the negative energy that builds up during the day. So what they're approaching their family and friendships like as an afterthought. And uh, guess what? They're like, dumping, they're using their family like as a dumping ground for all the foolishness that's going on in their work life. And uh, guess what happens? <laughs> that's not sustainable. Who's going to put up with that crap, you know, over time, right? And so you want to refresh yourself and not use your family, the people you say you love uh, and respect as a dumping ground. You're not, it's not going to lead to uh, uh, sustainable productivity, right? So refresh yourself. Self-care um, self-care breaks throughout today, throughout the day or the week is really um, a good thing to do. So now we move to organizing for action, organizing for action. So taking action, um, you're, you're taking action, you're getting things done. And then what happens in the wake of that is disorder, 
because if you pulled paper out of something, you know, you have paper or you have your uh, digital device, you have your filing system, you have whatever it is, uh, once you have, uh, uh, you know, done the deed, you've completed the task, what did you do with that paper? What did you do with that document? If it's electronic, did you place it in a different folder? Did you just save it somewhere as you don't know the name of it? And so organizing for action, this part is about um, the retrieval for the next time, right? So you, you're like wasting a whole bunch of time trying to find that document or find that file or find that, um, you know, that one phrase. Uh, so you want to organize for action. That's what that means. And so you have uh, systems and you have habits of when you're going to go back and file. When are you going to go back and organize? When are you going to go back and, you know, uh, get that stuff straight? And so that's a challenge. Sometimes you'll have uh, assistance. You have admin assistance to help you with that. You'll have, um, you know, your own internal system uh, for that, some kind of tracking, uh, some, some kind of way to help you file. The other part of organizing for action is to track your commitments. Remember on the... Uh, uh, when it talked initially about commitments being all throughout the the different uh, domains, so you want to uh, you want to have a system set up so that you are able to track the commitments you made to other people and the commitments that people have made to you. Um, and you know, somebody's making a commitment uh, to you as a leader, wherever you are, right? You can stop to get some tea. Stop to get some water. You're on your way to the bathroom. Somebody says, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get that to you. That's a commitment, right? And so you want to have a way to write it down immediately, uh, put it in your phone, have a way. You know, you have a system set up so that you can go back at a specific time. And that might be the night uh, prior to your workday or that morning before you start checking email and taking phone calls and diving into meetings, all those things, right? And so you want to have a way to do that. Any other uh, when we talk about organizing for action is email, email, uh, text, whatever, however, whatever system you have set up or platform set up for people to uh, share data with you. Uh, you want to have a system for managing that and going back again, um, deleting what's not necessarily getting yourself off of the um, copy furnished list. You know, if somebody is copying you on everything. What in the world? That means you're getting like a gazillion emails um, that you don't need. So have systems and ways to manage that also. And so what did we do today? We talked about uh, part three of a four-part um, series on managing your time as a leader. And this is an, based on an article by uh, Marilyn Paul, P-A-U-L, and David Peter Straw, S-T-R-O-H. Uh, Today's particular topic on um, the four leadership domains, it's really interesting, isn't it? It really is interesting where commitment is all throughout the leadership domains. And then the, um, the point being that, um, you know, leaders have to be able to deliver in all four areas. And that's whether it's uh, you personally or indirectly through people that um, that you support or that support you, support the organization, right? And so we want to um, 
we want to make sure that we are very aware of the different domains. Again, I'll mention them to you, spiritual, mental, emotional, and material. And then the function, the leadership function is mobilizing commitment through uh, aspiration, right? And uh, people really need to know what you care about. <laughs> they do. They need to know what you care about. And uh, you need to know what your purpose really is and uh, understand what you bring to the table. You clarify your unique contributions. And then we go back to a mental and you want to think strategically. Have one to three things that you're working on at a time and then discipline your direct supports, direct reports to do the same thing. And so you're, um, you, you've got to be able to estimate how much time stuff takes to do. And that uh, that means, uh, again, being very clear about what you're asking people to do and what's being asked of you. And then um, the third domain of emotional, mean building relationships and community. You have to build relationships. Now, it, this is uh, some people you're not going to like. You're like, you're not going to like everybody. It's not about that. It's about being respected and treating people with dignity and respect. Get the work done, right? Get out of your feelings. Unless somebody is being, um, you know, obviously uh, crazy as all get out. You know what I mean, right? Uh, but otherwise, you know, build relationships and community. So you're. So what are you doing as a leader? What are the tasks associated with that? You're making commitments and requests, and you are managing productive meetings, and you are managing your energy, which I think is really good to think about. That we're talking about managing energy as opposed to managing time, because we got all this time. Um, and then you're not um, you're not able to do it. You can't focus, and you're not uh, committed to doing it, right? And then the last one is material, as in the, the domain is material, the stuff. And you are, as a leader, the function is organizing for action. And you want to uh, look at sorting and filing information, and then tracking commitments, yours and theirs and then managing email and whatever platform or system you're using to get information to you and get yourself off of all those different um, email lists. <laughs> get yourself off of that. You don't need that. Uh, so my name is Angela Odom, right? And I am the founder of the Better You Project, the host of the Better You Leadership Podcast. I teach women how to lead themselves and others. And today has been amazing, again, managing time in four domains. Um, I want to uh, make sure, all right, make sure that um, you are equipped and ready for the next step. So of course, we're going to talk about change in behavior next. Um, I want you to know that um, for me, I'm focused on one-on-one um, -on -one private coaching one-on-one -on -one private coaching for people who are looking to be become better leaders. And if you and I are a fit, then I'd like for you uh, to just consider going to AngelaOdom.com forward slash leadership capacity, leadership capacity. Yeah, you know, that's all together. So AngelaOdom.com forward slash leadership capacity. And we'll, uh, you'll, you'll set up a time for you and I to uh, talk through What's important to you? Your one to three goals. And we'll look to see if we are a good fit. If we'll move into a 100-day uh, one-on-one private coaching program so that you become a better leader and more effective and credible and trusted 
because that's what this is about, right? Uh, for women leaders. All right, with that said, you have an amazing day and um, may the good Lord continue to bless you and yours. Take care.